Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com. It is Monday, November 1st, starting the uh, month on a uh, Monday. I think that's the way it was intended to be. But anyways, we've got NFL Monday Night Football. We've got uh, NBA basketball. We've got NHL. And, of course, uh, the World Series rolls on, but not tonight. And then tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll have baseball and football, basketball, all kinds of stuff going on. It's that time of the year. And, of course, we're going to cover it all for you here on our morning show every day, 10 a, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com. Oh, for sure. These games have to be high drama. Here we go again. I'm going to go big and see what happens. Morning and welcome to the live show. Got uh, Joe Madden with us, of course. Brian Bittler, Rod Zwacky. And, uh, wow, coming off of one of those NFL Sundays that we kind of saw it all once again. You know, we saw Kirk Cousins just uh, showed just Kirk Cousin in, it. <laughs> ineptitude at the uh, most important times. I mean, intentional grounding on the most intentional grounding type situation. I mean, there's got to be something else you could do there. There's got to be something else. And, uh, I mean, really, that cost them the game. Got... Uh, you know, we had the Rams. I don't know. They kind of decided that they just didn't want to cover. Um, it's like we're up by 38. Uh, we can win this game without covering. So let's just see. do our very best to not cover. And um, I don't know, just some, uh, some odd things. Jets won a game. Um, yeah. <laughs> go Jets. Did you have the Jets? Morning, no, Richard no, Holly. I'm, uh, I'm almost a sport gear. Thank you. I'm afraid to put the Jets out anymore. I don't know. You can't depend on the Jets, but I root for them to cover. I don't know. Just I like seeing the Jets cover, but I didn't. I didn't have them as a pick. So a hollow victory. That's what we call that. It's a hollow victory. Anaheim Ducks covering the puck line once again. Kraken let me down. Mitchie puck skating off a winner. Montreal's tanking. That's why. I really do. I think Montreal's tanking this. Season already? <laughs> well, of course, why not? Well, because usually, what are you going to do? Fight for it? I don't know. Yeah, players get cut and coaches get fired. I don't know, Rod. Yeah, yeah, but they're not ready to gut it. They they have a they have a few guys that are good, and they're they 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 need a few more pieces. So, what was the most surprising thing in the NFL yesterday? That. The Eagles crushed the Lions. <laughs> I don't know if that was the most surprising. I think the Jets getting a W was the surprise. Yeah, you didn't expect the Eagles to blow them out like that. <laughs> Bigger story, Mike Mike White or Cooper Rush yesterday. I mean, these guys we know, like in a year from now, we'll never hear of either of them. Like Cooper Rush has been on the Cowboys for a while. We've been betting on him for preseason forever. Mike White... I mean, these are guys that we've seen this a million times in the NFL where the guys come in, they have the big game, and a year later it's like they're out of the league. So Derek Henry gone for the season is really the big story, I would say. Yeah. Um, Titans, Titans were looking like the best team, but I don't see them being the best team without him. Kind of, Kind of a key piece to the puzzle. Clay's not on my fantasy roster, that's for sure. Yeah, whoever got him is like, oh no, not good. <laughs> this, this is where you don't, you really don't want. Like normally, NFL Sunday is the day to avoid your fantasy friends, but this might just be the week to avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> this was a bad week of fantasy football in general. It wasn't really. Has there ever been a good one? That can be a good week. Oh, Clinton Portis had nine million points. <laughs> Kyler Murray sucked for me this week. But, uh, Nick Chubb did nothing for the Browns. So I've had a, I had a rough week. I'm shedding a tear for you. I almost gave a crap for a, a, like a quarter <laughs> of a second there. But the Browns it, it, really it shocked. I was shocked. It just didn't materialize for me. That nah, wasn't a shock. It was Browns a shock to me. Things. <laughs> oh, you have to remember Mike Tomlin off a of bye week, right? Like this is now five straight seasons. He's won that game after a bye. Just beast off of a bye week. Yep. Pittsburgh was the, the, the lock of the century. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Browns. looking like that. Browns I mean, are early... beat up, man. They're beat up. They still have guys that are still injured. They're pretty beat up. 
Now, my feeling is Roethlisberger's over the hill. He's seen his better days in that Cleveland defense and pass rush. I thought would create more turnovers, and they're injured. <laughs> they're not. They're not the same Browns you've seen at the start of the year with that same rush. That's like, yeah, get up, yeah. Not like anything. They got so many guys that are hurt. They're pieced together. That's a mash unit over in Cleveland. And more important is Joe Madden's drinking four liters of water a day. Oh, you want to see this bottle? Yeah. Okay, so I'm last night in halftime. There it is. How, so that's four liters right there. That's not. Four yeah. Liters. So this is. I've drank half of it. Mm-hmm. I hope that's a good water, like uh, Icelandic, like imported water. You got to get the good stuff. Actually, Canadian tap is. <laughs> they have like signs Canadian on it if it doesn't really reach uh-huh. certain levels. Right. Oh. Yep. oh yeah. yeah. It's good Canadian water. tap oh, yeah. is like is better is desk. more is higher grade than any of that stuff. Hmm. They have signs on it, like if it has certain things in it, and it's like, like if you go to a, if you go to a fast food place and the ice has like certain amount of something in the water, then they they have to label it. So it's it's all top notch there. It is. It's great water. You can drink it right out of the rivers here too. I wouldn't do that. Nice and clean. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Beaver fever is real. I am not drinking right out of the creek. You know, you beaver know. fever. Yeah. I've never got sick. You know what beaver fever is? I always have beaver fever. He's up the lake and, and he comes down the river and you're like, ooh, water. <laughs> you can. Do they advise yes, it? Can. No. You can. <laughs> <laughs> you are taking a risk by scooping it up into the water. <laughs> I'm a risk taker. What can I say? I drink the water out of the river. I still think we should get Joe one of those little helmets to put her water in. You know, with the <laughs> <going down. laughs> things on the side. That would be the best. Yeah, got two, got, got two on each side. Oh, this one's running low. Ready to get some water. Yeah, the water bottle says positive things. It says like, "Good morning. You've got this. Remember your goals." At the very end, it says, well done. A little bit more. So, um, F off. I'm hydrating. <laughs> I'm hydrating, bitches. Lay off. <laughs> he has his own chair at the table. So, stay off. I'm hydrating. <laughs> Is it solid? What happens if you drop it? Is it good? It's, it's plastic. Like, it's a. I don't know. I don't think I better drop it. I think it's going to crack if I drop it. <laughs> so, this, so if, you drink, if you drink this w- much water, what, what happens? It's kind of, this is like, you're full all the time. I don't know or, like, what I don't, are you trying? What I guess. You? my fr- I don't know. My friend's like, hey, I bought us water bottles, so you drink your water. So, yeah, it's, it's and then I story. asked her if I could fill it with wine, and she rolled her eyes and said no. So, water. I met her. <laughs> you did. You drink about that much water a day, y'all. It's just going to boost your metabolism, for one. It's going to be like through the roof. And then it also helps your, your blood be thinner so you're not how your heart's not having to work as hard either um because people that drink less water your blood is thicker um so not no bad things come well speaking of the doctor always asks how much water you drink speaking of the water uh the kansas city defense could use bobby boucher about right now they've been really uh (laughs) torched um on defense this season i don't know if it's a matter of the guys aging i don't know if it's a matter of one of these payroll things you know where it's like they've lost some key pieces because of um you know when you win everyone wants to get paid so it's like tough to keep those guys together plus you're paying aging guys um chris jones can't do it alone um but uh the chiefs aren't doing it at all People are saying, you know, what's the matter of Patrick Mahomes? But the Chiefs are third in the NFL in passing. So it's it's not necessarily him. Is You know, if he's playing bad, you know, it's third best in the NFL. Most teams would take that. Ask, ask the Lions. I mean, take that in a heartbeat. What the hell is going on there? I mean, who hires Dan Campbell as their head coach and trades for Jared Goff? I think they got like a slew of first round picks with him, right? So it wasn't like the golf yeah, trade. Was... Um, what it was the what was the what was the net on that golf trade? I know it wasn't golf for staffers, right? It wasn't that. I'd have to look it up, but they got. Picks I'm looking. For sure. I'm looking up. They got. They got way paid. Um, so they got um, the full details. Detroit. So, Detroit traded Matthew Stafford 
the Los Angeles Rams traded Goff, the third choice of this past draft, and then they get the uh, the Rams' first rounder in 2022 and their first rounder in 2023. Oh, wow. wow. So they, they got two first rounders. They got Goff, who's going to help them in their own draft position, and they got uh, a choice in this past draft, a third rounder, a compensatory selection. So... Um, I don't know. It's like the Lions could be drafting one, and then I guess, I mean, depending on where the Rams finish, I'm going to guess somewhere in the 20s or 30s, right? That's where they're going to be. Not bad. I mean, he didn't want to be there, and Stafford didn't get them anywhere either, so it wasn't like he was a great bargain. Anyways, we got Mahomes and Daniel Jones tonight. Really good one. Joe and I on a cold streak on our, our half times yesterday. And yeah. After a major heater all season long, hey, you're not going to have winning week every week. You know, you're not going to win every game. And we proved that yesterday at half times. Pretty much. Yeah. It was sad. It was sad, sad. half times. It was some sad half times. Yeah. I was surprised about how the Vikings ended up that game. Very disappointed. It was a stupid end. Very disappointed. Hated that game. Yeah. The. Michigan State definitely did come through the on Saturday. That was fun. I had a winning day yesterday. I just I just had, you know, oh, that Minnesota game. I added it late and it's like it ended up paying the price. Anytime I add late, I lose. So. Well, you're ranked number two last seven days and you're starting to move up the thirty day chart, so you're heating up. I don't even look at that stuff. I don't. No, care. I keep track. I don't keep track. I don't <laughs> care. I really don't because I think that the way that we have the leaderboard set up is incorrect, and I'm something that I'm like I'm working on a few things. Obviously, the um, the and I could say you know I'm I'm not one of these guys. Who says, oh, well, he's the best way or anything like that. I do believe that the leaderboard system is flawed, and I think it's flawed across the industry. And I'm going to fix it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to fix it and. We'll see how fast everyone else copies. And I'm going to guess this is probably one they're not going to copy so fast because then they'll have to be more transparent. I want to look at ROI as opposed to just straight wins, losses, and units. I just think that it's, you know, I think that it's okay to be a volume player. I don't see any problem with that as long as you're returning the same thing on your investment, you know, that that a smaller volume. If you're hitting, you know, if you're hitting 66% and you're hitting, you know, two out of three or 10 out of 15 um, in one day, it doesn't really matter, you know, but you need to look at the ROI on that. And it all comes down to units and ROI. That's a big two. Well, units, units, I don't think is a good indication either. Well, win percentage isn't so. No, win percentage is the worst. Win percentage is the least important. Is the least. You could be 50% in hockey and kicking butt. Oh yeah. Baseball too. Soccer as well. You know, any of these sports. Really, if you did football right, you could do it the same way too. Same but, way, you know. Basketball, table tennis, cricket, snooker, <laughs> snooker. Snooker. I just, where's that option in there? I don't think you can put a snooker in. Well, I, I got snooker on mine. Channel. I got a book that takes action on snooker. I don't even know what that is. Snooker and darts. Cool. Oh. It's the game of pool where they put all the they put all the red balls, right? You have to sink a red ball, and then you have to sink a colored ball. Sink a red ball, sink a colored ball. Red ball, colored ball. Red ball, colored ball. And then once all the red balls are gone, you have to sink the colored balls in order. All right. Well, speaking of blue balls, Brian, <laughs> do you like uh, Chiefs or the Giants tonight in this one? What are you looking at? Well, I know I'm going to get a little bit of grief from the from the peanut gallery here, but I'm going to take the under 52 and a half here. Uh, Kansas City does have one of the worst ranked defenses in the league, but uh, if you look at a lot of the trends here, uh, four straight Monday night games have gone under uh, with the Chiefs involved. Uh, uh, Ten and two to the under, following a straight up win of 14 points or more for the Giants, and seven and one to the under versus a team with a losing record. I think the Giants are uh, pretty inept on offense, uh, and I, the Chiefs have been hearing about how crappy their defense has been all year. I think the players really step up here in the spotlight. Uh, and it's a Monday night football game where everybody likes to bet the over. So I'm going to take the under here. Rod? And for me, I'm going to take the Chiefs 
Uh, the reason they're making the line is where it is. Uh, I think they got a two-touchdown blowout or more uh, of the Giants in this one. Giants 0-7 after allowing less than 15 points in a previous game. Uh, Giants, uh, I, I think that the little people overreact are going to overreact to the Giants. And, uh, ooh, look, they beat the Panthers. You no, know, it was more like the Panthers beat themselves and handed that. I don't think anyone's guy. like that, that they beat the Panthers. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Much. Everybody, a lot of people were betting against the Panthers last week, taking the Falcons I see a lot of people helping the Giants. Look. Everywhere I look is like Giants, Giants, Giants. But, Giants are going to do it. That's too many points. I'm like, but no, the Chiefs no. haven't been a cover team over the last year and Chiefs, a half. So. Six and two. ATS, their last eight off of a straight up loss. They're also 15 and five ATS, their last 20 on Monday night. Uh, Chiefs come up and make a statement. We've also been to the Super Bowl the last two years, and they're three and four this season. Yeah, extra extra time to extra day of rest here for them as well. So, uh, yeah, I think they come make a statement today and be like, hey, they're not dead yet. (laughs) They're going to send the statement out that they stink. (laughs) That they stink? (laughs) No, they did that last week. I don't think Barkley's playing. I think he's out, right? No, he's out. Barkley's yeah, he's out. out. Someone listed that. Joe? You know what? I think I have to go with the over in this. I think the numbers come down too low. It opened at 54. I like the under at 54. 52 and a half. I really think this does get over. I can see um, both these teams, like the Giants, if they go to a shootout style game, will have a hard time winning this one. But I see them both playing this way. I think um, both will get the points tonight. And I think 52 and a half is too low. So give me the over 52 and a half. I like the over as well. Tons of injuries on um, the Giants' defense um, for this game. Absolute ton. And it looks like Kadarius Toney is going to be able to go for the Giants. And that he's, he's the guy. Everyone keeps saying Barkley and all this other stuff, but it's actually, if you've been watching the Giants' games this year, which is not easy to do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. It's not an easy watch. But um, this, this Tony is the guy on the Giants. He's the guy. It's like he's the bailout guy. It's like fourth and two or whatever, fourth and eight, fourth, you know, third and 17. This is the guy that gets it, you know, every single time. So. I got him on my fantasy team. I'm waiting for the end of the year. I think he'll come up big, Tony. But Just ruin it for me. Ruin <laughs> it. All right. I like the over, too. That was exciting. Anyone got anything for sale today, <laughs> Brian? Uh, for me, I got my Monday night money shot, my three best plays, uh, my NFL spread winner, and two NBA winners, all for $40 at BigDogs.com. Uh, two and three day yesterday, not good enough. Going to bounce back today with a winning day. Rod? And for me, it's a magnificent Monday. Uh, nice triple going. I got two NBA, one NHL that I absolutely love. We're on a nice 17 and eight run. Over our last 25 best bets, going for our fourth winning day in a row. Jump aboard. Magnificent Monday. Joe? I got three plays tonight. One in Monday Night Football. I also have one NBA and one NHL. Sounds like a triple play. Triple play. (laughs) All right. Got NBA action. Charlotte Hornets taking on the Cavaliers. The Pacers against the Spurs. You know, I did the videos, and I said in a bunch of them, I know I said this, and I knew it when I was saying them because, like, I redid a couple of them, but some of them I know I had missed. I said that it was November 11th because Joe on our other show, I was telling her I was betting 440 a game like because I have these numbers. Joe was like, 111. His mind. So I was saying, I was like, one, one, one. I'm like, oh, it's like, and then I'm like thinking that it's like, you know, two, I know it's 2021. I'm like, oh, tomorrow's one, 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 one. It's, it's not, you know, but I was thinking, it's like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Anyways. It's okay. You know, we're almost a week away from college basketball. So. Okay. We got the Hornets and the Cavaliers. We got, I'm excited. I, I know. I got I got to get my magazines today after I do payroll. We got the Hornets and the Cavaliers, the Pacers and the Spurs, the 76ers and the Trailblazers. 
and the Hawks and the Pistons. Hawks and Wizards. Hawks and Wizards. I also got to talk to Ron Romanelli too. Got him on my list. A little jealous about that, Brian. No, I don't want to be on your list of people to talk to. That's no, usually not I'm a good talking thing. Talking to Romanelli. <laughs> I like Romanelli. He's my he's my guy. Junior Sharp. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk to you. Anyway, he likes, so, he texts he texts me during games. He wants. To me. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't we think. Chat so. all well, Sounds like we're in high school right now. <laughs> we can put an end to we can put an end to that. I get to talk to you sharp now. stick together, me and Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> he texts. Oh yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's texting me right now. <laughs> you guys are too funny, Joe Madden. <laughs> this is my Joe Madden. Hi, this is Joe Madden. It is <laughs> exactly what I do. <laughs> Got it down packed, Mitch. Uh, okay, Rod. Who do you like in these four? In these four. Um... Uh, I like the under in the Cavaliers. Charlotte game. That's five and over the under their last five. Charlotte 13 and three to the under uh, their last 16. Uh, the under is also five and over the last five meetings between these two. Give me the under in that one. And uh, I like the over in the Blazers in the 76ers game. You look at Portland and their, uh, the over is six and oh, uh, their last six versus a team with a winning record. Philly, same thing. They're four and oh. Um, to the over, their last four versus a team with a winning straight-up record. And the over is 7-0, and the last seven meetings between these two. Scoring uh, fast-paced game between uh, Portland and 76ers. So, one under, one over. Oh, those four. How about you, Brian? Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit with the Captain Obvious plays here. I like the Hornets at home, minus the five points. The Cavs, uh, going back to looking like the Cavs, losers the two straight, and... Uh, I think the Hornets are just playing solid basketball. And the Spurs, I think they're better than two and four. And on the road, I'll take any points against Pacers, who I think are one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. So I think the Spurs win that one outright, but I'm going to play the points, and I'm going to lay the points with the Hornets. Joe? I think we see um, an under game in the Toronto Raptors and New York Knicks um, battle here. I think the Knicks come out getting the win in this one. But what I'm seeing out of the defense of the Raptors, they're holding teams to only 99.7 points per game on average. I think they come out strong. We also have a strong um, defense for the Knicks holding teams to 109.8. It's not in the so. slot. You're way out of the slot. What? <laughs> You're yeah. way Raptors. out of the slot. No. You did. No, okay, I'm hearing things, and I like the Pacers. <laughs> I'll go back to the Pacers. Reverse uh, whatever I just said. I think the Pacers in this one, they have been struggling to cover spreads. They're 2-5 and five against the spread, but I think in this one against the Spurs, um, they will have an advantage at home. I know the Spurs have been covering, but I think these – both teams have been um, struggling a little bit. I'd look at the Pacers for the full game and the first half. Would, would it call it again like when they – like uh, f- like a free free form free free form <laughs> is that what it's called? There's no free form allowed. Like free form poetry or something free. free oh, um, free I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what that's called. I don't know. You do it with our hoop. You're doing it with our hoops. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, now no. you know what I like <laughs> in the second half. It's <laughs> okay. Hmm. We all do it once in a while. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, like, oh, we, I thought you said the Raptors for sure. I like, like, the, Blaz- I like, like the Raptor. I like the Blazers against the Sixers. They always keep it close. I like the Cavaliers against the Hornets. I think the Hornets are overrated. <laughs> I thought you were a Hornets guy. I generally like the Hornets, but I don't love them in this spot. I think the Cavaliers are a little better than people think. I think they're not getting a lot of love. Oh, they get love for me once in a while. Not tonight. I don't know. The Cavs are actually a good road team. Yeah. It's my story. I'm sticking to it. 
All right. Celtics against the Bulls, the Raptors against the Knicks, and the Grizzlies against the Chicken Nuggets. Rod, which do you like here? Uh, for me and those ones, I'm going to take the Raptors plus the points. Uh, you look at the Raptors, are 2-0 and on the road, and they're also 2-0 and against the number on the road. Um, I guess the last couple of years, they're getting used to playing on the road. <laughs> so, uh, just like Joe said uh, in, in the little previous thing, the Raptors, have been play, they play solid defense. So, uh, I think this is a closer game than uh, what people are thinking here. Uh, and then jump on the Knicks. So, give me the Raptors here plus the points. I think it's a closer game. I don't see the Raptors outrighting them, but I think this is a three, four-point game at the most. Seven's too many. Give me the Raptors plus the points in that one. Brian. The only one I like out of those three. Brian? Yeah, I'm going to do Grizzlies and Nuggets on the drive-thru today. Make sure you guys tune in for that big, big-time winner. Uh, I like the Orlando Magic here plus the points against the Wolves. I think the Wolves will be the not most improved the slot, team in the man. NBA. Just not yes, did say Magic. Nope. In... Oh. Just, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just change the way we do do hoops. I'm sorry, I apologize. I missed. Maybe we'll just change the way we do it. I apologize. Do Rod, it. don't scrub on the next section. Well, I'll be fired today. You guys, you and then I'm gonna have to take a pass here because I know the other ones. I straight roof below for I'm Brian. Gonna, <laughs> I, I apologize. Joe's gonna recap her last segment for us. Joe, <laughs> who do you like in this no. time slot? No, um, you did say the Nuggets, right? Yes. Pretty sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I do like the Denver Nuggets uh, plus the points over the Memphis Grizzlies today. We look at these two teams and the huge difference, glaring difference is the defense of the Nuggets. They're only allowing 96.8 points per game on average. And the Grizzlies are allowing 120 set or 125 points per game at home. I really do think Denver comes out strong and gets the win in this one. I was actually surprised they were the underdog. So give me the Nuggets plus the points. I like the chicken nuggets here as well. Um, I think they're probably going to win the game outright. If not, it's a one-point game. Denver's got the killer defense. I love teams that play defense. This year is the year of uh, defending against the three. Seeing the teams that are coming out strong are the ones that are all that are defending the three. It's the newest thing in the NBA. Um, it's the newest trend, and we're going to start to see this more and more as the season goes on. And I think defense has always been super popular under the radar, you know, and it's like – People are always like have always asked me historically. It's like, man, why do you? How can you nail college basketball so well? And it's it's generally because I'm big on defense and I love defense in every sport. That's why I hate fantasy sports, right? Because it's always about the offense. But it's like I love defense in college basketball. It's like especially it's the team that plays better defense is where you start, right? I mean, that's those are the teams that do it. And I think what we saw last year in the NBA, and you know, I know everyone has a short memory except for me, but everyone but a lot of people have short memories we saw last year we saw the atlanta hawks okay fire their coach okay they were 22nd 23rd 24th in defense at the time they fired their coach they went to the 10th ranked nba defense and to move from 22nd to 10th in the nba in defense you know what the differential is rod you know any idea what last year's differential was between the 10th ranked defense and the 22nd ranked defense Take a guess. Take a stab. How many points per game do you think it was? Eight? Nope. Brian, how many points do you think it was between the 22nd ranked defense and the 10th ranked defense in the NBA? Was that high? Light? (laughs) Take a guess. Give me 11. Nope. I feel like we're on Jeopardy. This is stressful. What is... What is 20 points? <laughs> nope. Two points. No. Three points. Four points. It's probably like one point. It's like 1.2 points. Or it less. Is. Or, less or less. That's the differential. High. It's even yeah. less than that. And wow. It's the only. It's only when you get into like that one and two and three ranked defenses that you really start to see those big differences. But generally... It's it is like one I, point differential between like twenty second and tenth, and then when you get above like that twenty second to twenty fifth, that's when you start seeing it. And if, I mean, obviously, you guys don't watch my videos, but I talk about this all the time in there. That it's just it's such a small amount of difference, but it goes such a long way further than any statistic out there. And the statistic that I've noticed that um, 
you're starting to see the teams that are winning out of the gate. The statistic here isn't necessarily that overall defensive number because, like I said, it's very little that's going to um, that's going to separate the teams there. But where I've been looking this year in NBA, and um, you know, now that we have some data to look at, is the number I've been looking at is defending the three because the three is like so po- is so popular, and they used to just leave the guys open to shoot the three. Oh, you can't shoot from there. Now it's like you got to d up on that three. You know, you've got to be up on it. Ask, ask Kemba Walker in that Knicks-Celtics game, first game of the season, when he walked in the other direction, and it was like, Phew! now we're in double overtime, you know? It's like, what was that? But, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like, um, what you're seeing is, um, what you see is, um, yeah, so when we look at, even this year, so like if we look at last year's regular season, the number ten ranked defense, number number seven ranked defense. No, all right. So the number ten ranked defense was was the Pistons last year. They let a hundred and eleven point one points per game. The number nineteen ranked defense was the Spurs. So a third of the entire league was one twelve point eight. So it was one point seven points was the differential. Is nothing. We're talking like fractions. And it's not until you get into those higher numbers that you start even seeing like 115s. So you're talking still three, four points, right? Between the number 10 defense, between the, we could even go to the number six ranked defense, the 76ers are, well, maybe they're at 108. But if we go to the number eight ranked defense last year, the Denver Nuggets, 110 points per game, you go to the worst defense in the entire league, the Wizards, it's only an eight point differential. Wow. It's not that much. And if you go to the 25th, right, and, that, and, the, and the Wizards are really an outlier last year, the only ones that are allowed. But if you drop down to like 25th or 23rd, 24th, you're talking only 114 points per game. So you're talking between the 8th ranked and the 24th ranked defenses, you're talking 4 points per game total. That's the difference. A 3 and a free throw. Two buckets. I mean, who knows how many of these were, you know, the garbage lay-in at the end of the game by the other team when they lost. Right? I mean, that's the difference between being the eighth best team in the NBA in defense, which, and all, if you look at, so, and here are the teams that were the top, top 10 in defense last year. Every one of them, except for the Pistons, were a playoff team. Every one of them. The only reason the Pistons were such a low scoring, allowed so few points against, is they scored so few points. They played super deliberate pace. Knicks, Lakers, Jazz, Clippers, Heat, Sixers, Suns, Nuggets were the top eight defenses last year. The top eight teams in the NBA, probably. I know in the playoffs, it didn't work out that way. The Hawks ended up 12th, but they had been in like, so you can only imagine what their defense was like over the second half of the season to get there. Because when they fired their coach, I think they were 26th. So it's just, I think that that, it's just such a key number. And then defending the three, you know, it is uh, the top team, the Knicks allowed 30, so when came to defending the three last year. The top teams, the Knicks allowed 33.7% from beyond the arc. Then the Jazz, who had the best record in the league, 34.1% from beyond the arc. Brian's team, the Atlanta Hawks, were third best, and that's how they changed the face of their whole team, was by defending the three. The Lakers, the Suns, the Clippers, right? All the same teams. The teams that made the late run, the Warriors, once again, great at defending the three. That's where they yeah. made their mark. I don't know. I think it's something to look at. Right? Because the three is so... so. Uh, this three is so prominent now. It's yeah. such a right. big part of the game. Yeah. There's some guys that only shoot threes. That Fournier on the, on the Knicks, that's all he shoots. Three is only. That's yeah. all he shoots. Yeah. 
I mean, you get a guy that shoots, you know, 50% from beyond the three-point arc, man. It's like, why why let anybody else shoot at all? Right. Just give him the ball. Yeah, it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, it, I mean, you have teams because teams, teams shoot, like, offensively, the best ones shoot in the 48% range from the floor. Those are the guys that dunk a lot. Yeah. Like Giannis, right? So it's like you're going to have guys like that that, that shoot in that range, but imagine if it's Curry, you know, who's fit, hitting fifty percent, or when Clay Thompson gets back, you know, they're gonna be raining threes. They're gonna change the rules. They're gonna change the rules eventually. They're gonna move it. Back. Oh I'm yeah, gonna get moved back. Oh, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna move sure it back, and they're gonna eliminate all the that whole side of the court ones, and it's gonna be almost like the it's gonna look like the blue line in hockey where it's kind of comes out on the court like that because they're not going to have room over on the side to shoot the three from there. Oh, okay. The court. No. It's going to be look yeah. like a like a like a arced blue line in hockey is what it will look like because it's got yeah. to. You can't yeah. these guys are too good. It's too easy. They used to talk about raising the rim to 12 feet. That I don't see. I think they no, need that's that not gonna 10 feet. I think they moved the line out. I don't know. Yeah, Anyways. I think it would take too much entertainment value out of it. Timberwolves and Magic. Ooh, that's a good one. And Clippers and the Thunder. I like both these games. I like the Thunder in this one against the Clippers. You want to talk about teams that can't score any points. The Clippers scored 79 points the other night. <laughs> You're not going to win in the NBA scoring 79. Even like those good Pistons teams, you could have like Rick Mohorn in there punching people every time they even step foot inside. Like they. So Mitch, I watched that game. What the heck? Ha- I didn't watch that game. What the heck happened? Because I saw the score and I couldn't believe the Clippers only got that many points. Well, that's what happens. We saw the Clippers have a game like that last year as well. Remember yeah. they played the Mavs, and it was like seventy-five to six at halftime. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy, crazy game. I yeah. remember that one. And so the Clippers have games like that. And that yeah. This was just one of them. The side threes are closer. Yep, they are. You know, just the, it is what it is. I don't know. Got to do something. I do like the Thunder. I just think I can't lay 11 points with a team that scores 79 points. And I like the under in that one. I think we're going to see a lower scoring because we know the Thunder struggle to uh, get those points too. Oh, so yeah. They, oh, they the stink. Given. They stink. They flat out stink. Bittler's got his Thunder jersey, I'm sure. Thunder buddies for life. Not, not in this game, I'm not, no. I also like the magic against the Timberwolves. What do you think of these games, Brian? Thunder Buddies? Well, I'll, I'll agree and disagree with you. I, I like the magic as well as I blurted out before my uh, time with this game. I just think that's a little bit too high. I think the Timberwolves will be the most improved team in the NBA, but it's just too many points. And the Clippers, you know, they've been off for two days resting. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst uh, starts Clippers had uh, recently. So I, I just think they spanked the, the Thunder. Uh, it's 11 points for a reason. Clippers are a much better team. So I think they scored tonight. I'll leave it at 11. Rod, you a fish like Brian who believes the Clippers are uh, better than they are because they're the Clippers? No. I think that's too many points. Clippers play down to teams like this, and they just they just don't they come out and they look they look flat, unmotivated. They don't they seem to get up on games that are uh, against winning teams. They seem to like the yeah we can beat you we're better than you. These these teams that are lower down they just seem to play down to them. They're just like the eh, we can get the win. We're not too worried. They they'll come out and they'll play one quarter and blow them out like thirty eight to ten or something, and then the rest they just float along in this game. So give me the I'm gonna give me the Thunder Buddies plus the eleven. That's too many. I mean, you're there. you're a trend guy. Uh, there, there's some there's some real hideous trends in this one. Um, you know, we we look at at the at the trends in this game, and I mean, they are 
hideous, you know, for the Thunder. 0-7 against the number in the last seven road games. They were dogging all of them. So 0-7 is a dog. 2-7 against the number following a game they didn't cover. 1-4 against the number against a team with a losing record. And 2-6 and against the number in the last eight following a loss by more than 10 points. So this is a trend buster, you know, for me. And the Clippers, Rod's favorite trend, 7-1 against the number in Monday games. In Monday games. Right? <laughs> but they're also 2-4 and four against the spread in their last six. So oh, that's, that's not relevant. <laughs> that would make that would be too that's too much in line with the actual game. We need the trends that just come. We need we need trends from unrelated things like last season. You know, they incorporate yeah. things like like last season <laughs> when you know when Kawhi Leonard was playing. Clippers are five and one against the spread after not covering, and one and six against the number. On two days rest, so they are not a good rest team. You give them a couple of days off. Who in the hell knows what these guys were doing? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe hookers and blow. Could be. We're not gonna. We're not gonna put words in people's mouth. But uh, I'm just saying it's a possibility. And the other game, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Timberwolves and lay the nine points. Um, I know in recent numbers you look, but the reason why you look at and it says our the Magic have been an eleven and three the last fourteen in Minnesota. Yeah, but those were with some a whole different team with uh, the Magic in that one. So uh, as we just talked about, teams that play defense, these Timberwolves play defense, uh, ranked sixth on defense, holding teams to uh, hundred point six points a game, and uh, those Magic defense is is awful, awful, and then their offense isn't much better. Um, Timberwolves shut down the Magic in this one. All numbers say that uh, it's going to be a close game. It's not going to be a close game. A double-digit blowout of the Magic in this one. Give me the Timberwolves. On a related note, what do you think Doug Peterson's emails looked like in Philly during his tenure there? Not pretty. I'm going to guess. Oh, yeah. I'm going to guess there was nothing exciting about it going on there. I guess they weren't. I'm going to guess it wasn't good. Leave it at that. Joe, what do you think of these games? Um, I really like the under in the Thunder and Clippers one. I think both these teams just struggle to score. I do like the Thunder as well. I think uh, way too many points for this Clippers team to cover. And then I do like the Timberwolves as well. You know, they're off a hard loss from the Nuggets. And um, this Magic team is just such a young team. I think they struggle tonight. So give me the Timberwolves minus the points as well. All right, I guess we're almost in somewhat total disagreement on the uh, NBA. Not <laughs> Me and Joe are total opposites today. That's okay. Sorry, Brian. That's okay. How many people are on Joe's team? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find out our NFL pick, and then we'll find out if we're really total opposites today. Can be opposite day. We can be opposite each other. Seems to happen a lot. Yep. The Lightning are taking on the Capitals. Got the Blackhawks swimming in turmoil. Taking on the Senators. Yet the Blackhawks are favored in this one. And the Edmonton Oilers against... You're smoking cracking. Gotta get a good one for those guys. I think I think we're on to something there with their smoking cracking. But I think there's something like I think we can make get something better than I think something we better. But I do like the idea. It's like you're a cracking head or you know what up cracking head or you know, I don't know. What do you think? Brian? Be cracking? I don't know. I was going to stay out of this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Keep crack alive. Oh, Brian, what do you think of these games? 
Well, I'm not going to take a roof low here. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think they're starting to turn around a little bit. Washington, nice, fat, and happy. Uh, lots of points for Washington here. I think there's a reason you're laying juice with Tampa Bay. I think they're going to start picking up steam. I'll take the plus money with the Ottawa Senators here. Blackhawks are just a mess. What have, they, what have they lost? Nine straight games. I think it goes to 10 tonight. Give me Ottawa. Rod? And for me, I like the over in the, the Capitals and the Lightning. Uh, both teams can put the puck in the net. Lightning defense has not been good. So uh, I like the over six in that one. Uh, I like the under in the Senators and Blackhawks game. And uh, give me the over in the Kraken. So over, under, over. So three out. Joe. I like um, the Oilers on the puck line. I think this is one game, you know, this Oilers team can play down in situations, but I don't think they do tonight against the Seattle Kraken team. Um, the Kraken are not playing well on the road. They're one and four in their last five road games. So give me the Oilers on that puck line. I like the Kraken on the puck line here. They've been playing well with the puck line. It's like, I like a good puck line. And uh, I think the Kraken are the value there at the puck line. I think Edmonton, we've seen them play down so many times. And uh, then, um, it's my wife going to walk the dog. Anyways, What's Seattle's so, record plus one and a half? What's their record on the puck line? Five and four. four. Well, what's Edmonton minus one and a half? I thought they had a winning record. Three on and the puck four. Line. Three and four. I also like the Capitals too. I like them on the puck line. It's too good to be true. It's it's like um, it's a hot diggity dog. It's you're nuts. <laughs> it's my presidential play. Minus one eighty five at plus one. Yeah, that's it. I think we could find. I think we could find worse odds than that if we really apply ourselves. Why don't you take the Senators plus one and a half? That's more your style. No, I like the I like the Capitals minus uh, plus the one and a half. Actually, the Senators are not a bad play either. Let's parlay them up. I'll take the Kraken plus one and a half, the Capitals plus one and a half, and the Senators plus one and a half. Parlay. You know what you call that, Brian? Bird cage. (laughs) Bird cage. We haven't seen this one in a while, have we? (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing, Mitch? It's our bird cage symbol. Okay. Rod used to always do the birdcage. Nice. Always got to do the birdcage. <laughs> it's the birdcage. Those, those birds in the cage? I don't know what the hell it is. But we used to always, say, we used to always do this when we said, I'm going to take this, this, and this. Birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's what we do. This is, this is our professional operation. <laughs> I learned something new every single day. I was told I was not professional enough to do that other program. Old and crappy. Well, also unprofessional was, was, was a word that was used, tossed around loosely. Old and crappy was the statement, but also unprofessional and also that constantly having to apologize for me. Yep. <laughs> constantly having to apologize for me. Not just ha- they had to apologize for me. They were constantly apologizing for me. This just in. I'm not sorry. No need to apologize for me. And I got that. Uh, what's that one song? Is it too late to say sorry song in my head? Bieber? You know that one? Yeah, I think it's Stubby Justin Bieber. How's it going? I'm not singing it. But as soon as you said that, it started playing in my head. My head's like a radio when you say like something that relates to a song. There's also, um, what's it called? Um, Uncle Albert. Is that what's the name of that song? Is that called Uncle Albert? I don't know. Paul McCartney. Uncle Albert song. I'm so sorry. Uncle Albert. <laughs> I don't think that's the Justin Bieber version of that. Uncle Albert? I forget what Paul it's Paul McCartney? Yeah. 
says, we're so sorry, Uncle Albert. We're so sorry if we caused you any pain. Yes, that's it. We're so I'll have sorry. to listen to that later. I don't know if I've heard that. Oh, you've heard it. it was like, it, I don't know the rhythm of it. It's like one it. of the most popular songs in the history of songs. Oh, okay. Then I've heard it. I just don't remember it. I think it's most Paul McCartney hits that went number one are the most popular songs in the history of songs. Hmm. Speaking of popular songs, Rod, what do you got for your parlay today? For me, we're going to go with the uh, Portland Trailblazers over the total. We're going to take the Raptors plus the points, and we're going to lay the points with the Wolves. Minnesota, lay the points. Double-digit blowout win on that. I don't believe in magic today. I don't believe in magic. They're going to get crushed. They're going to get slaughtered. There's also the... Whoa, 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 it's magic, you know. I wish I could sing. It's not (laughs) so. Me too. It's magic, (laughs) you know. And and, and the Bieber version is like, yeah, is it too late now to say sorry? (laughs) (laughs) It's the good stuff. There you go. You got it, Rod. Because yeah. I'm missing more than your body. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a good apology right there. <laughs> Bieber's so smart. <laughs> uh, guys. That's what we do at my sister's. We sing karaoke. We, uh, that's oh, nice. Saturday night. Uh, guy could, night. That guy could probably sing anything and sell a million records. Super talented. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Super talented. My family and I sing karaoke too, but we all have the same voice, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Taking requests. <laughs> we did the, uh, on the VIP show, we did what are the 10 songs that come out on Mitch's <laughs> tune list. We just went to my thing, we read off the first 10 tunes that came out, and then I played one and had to delete the. Uh, had to delete wasn't it? The wasn't it? Uh, Rain and Men and Dolly Parton's Nine to Five were your top two. I don't think so. I think it was Brian <laughs> Sucks. <to> <laughs> <laughs> it was YMCA. <laughs> YMCA is harder to sing karaoke to than you would think. I did it one night after way too many drinks. The only part that I knew was YMCA. There was like a whole bunch of other stuff to that song that I did not realize. Oh, yeah. you that, Don't attempt to sing that. Everybody's like, everybody knows. You said the YMCA. We had, we had the killer sunset last <laughs> right? night. Yeah. See that? <laughs> nice. That was just killer. Oh, beautiful. last night. I took a picture of it. Gorgeous. Yep. Did you get a trick-or-treaters, Mitch? Yes, we did. Nice. We had, but they made reservations, so we knew they were coming. I like it. Yeah, the, it was our neighbors. They told <laughs> nice. us, they told us they were coming. They didn't say how many kids or anything like that. They said they're coming. So we had the uh, Kit Kats, Reese's, and Hershey bars. Oh, nice. So what do you think's left? Kit Kats. No, Kit Kats are popular. I don't like Kit Kats. They're plain. I think the Reese's peanut butter were left. Hershey bars. Five Hershey bars, four Reese's, and three Kit Kats. See, Kit Kats the most popular. Yep. Which means we bought way too much candy. All full size, of course. Nice. Yep. Chocolate is always good with the coffee. We don't buy the fun size. Nothing nope, gotta go you got to be the last kid on the door, and then you get lucky. And most Some people will just dump the bowl. They're just like, yeah, we're done. I would have dumped the bowl. I would have dumped the bowl. But these are our neighbors. So I'm, I'm pretty sure a kid goes to drive my kids down to the other end of town and then do a halftime show, and then I got back, and the bowl was empty on the doorstep. So I think one kid got a whole whack load. <laughs> what did you give out? Some unwrapped uh, pumpkins? Yeah, unwrapped pumpkins and like those really gross, like stale chocolate ones, and the American chocolate that I found at the dollar store. So, nice. 
what I went for. No, I had um, I had chips and uh, Mars bars, crunchies, and uh, Twix. And then there was one other chocolate bar in that four pack. I can't remember what it was. Wow. But it disappeared. All gone. So. You had a good run. <laughs> well, I had more inside, so I didn't put it all out. But I'm sure one kid just loaded up, ran home, dumped it out, and then went back out. Joe, Joe turns out the lights. It's like, sorry. It's over. <laughs> oh, those well, are always the worst houses that turn off the lights. So I wait for the, that last teenager to come and get the rest. Curfew in Alberta was 9 o'clock. It was like, that's it. After, nobody after 9. Is that why no one was out? Brian, I was so yeah. confused. Brian gave out little stuff. Yeah, because of the paper curfew, you're allowed to go out with your kids from <laughs> 4 to 9, and that was it. After 9, nope. That was it. That's why well, nobody. Brian gave out the little slips of paper. Take the clippers. Right. So yep, here's clippers, a little something. Here's a little something for your old man. Tell him to put a little something on the clippers. <laughs> Actually, it was the Vikings last night. That was what I was giving away. Like, that, that didn't happen. You tell him to download the Bet Rivers app. Put in Dogs R or Caesars app. Put in Dogs RF. Right. Then you get. Put a little something on the clippers. What's your parlay, Brian? Tampa Bay Lightning on the money line, the Clippers minus 11, and uh, uh, Spurs plus the points. Joe? Um, I have the Nuggets, the Knicks, and the Oilers all on the money line for those three. I'm going to take the uh, Washington Capitals on the puck line. I'm going to put it with the over in Monday Night Football, and I'm going to parlay it up with the Thunder. Good song that goes with Thunder, too. Thunderstruck. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of songs with Thunder in it. Imagine Dragons, the lightning and the thunder. Yeah. Thunder. Feel the thunder. That's Rod's. Lightning that's on thunder. Rod's song list. <laughs> that's on Rod's. We went through Rod's song list. It was like Imagine Dragons. Uh, <laughs> It is. You, I'm telling you, you heard the first 10 songs on someone's uh, someone's song list. It tells you everything you need to know about them. Kind of terrifying. I don't think so. I think you just keep good songs on your list. We did mine. <laughs> hide hide the bad ones. So if anyone ever looks. No, you just. What are bad ones? Why you would you have bad ones? ones? Yeah. You just play in a row, right? I mean, I got I have songs on my on my list that aren't cool ones. You know, definitely got songs on my list that aren't cool ones. I know that. It's, you know, I don't care if people think they're not cool. They're cool because they're on my list. There you go. Ain't no mountain high enough. Where's your new kids on the block? What are you talking about? <laughs> the Backstreet Boys. Ain't no mountain high enough. My Sharona. Hey, you, Pink Floyd. Lola Kinks. Stuck in a moment. You too. Pump it. Black Eyed Peas. 3 a.m. Matchbox 20. That's our, that's, there's actually a joke behind that song. <laughs> Nelly, hot in here. Oh, I like that one. Needle and Damage Done, Neil Young. Rush, Closer to the Heart. And Grateful Dead, He's Gone. So that's that's solid grouping. It's not all the coolest songs in the world. But. Okay, you want to hear mine? Sure. I also I got, got Journey, for, Don't Stop Believing is next. I like that one. I got Forever, which is Drake, Straightening Out, Pete Rock, Talk You Out of It, Florida Georgia Line, Hotel Key, Old Dominion, Truth Hurts, Lizzo, Simple, Florida Georgia Line, Meant to Be, Florida Georgia Line. I mm. guess. I like Florida Georgia. Yeah, she I'm, likes Florida Georgia. Line. So I have, I, I knew not one of those songs except the one that you said, Hotel. You said the second word started with, Cu I thought you were going to say Hotel California. And it was like, I was like, I know oh, one. I, like that song. <laughs> I was like, I know one. I, everyone's got Hotel California in their yeah. iPhone list. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has Hotel California and a bunch of Hall and Oates songs that they claim they don't know. Everybody has them. Well, people our age do. I don't. She's younger than us, so. What about the fighter, Keith Urban and Carrie? You don't have, you don't have Hall and Oates do you know on your that list. One? 
You don't have any Hall and Oates on your list, Brian. None. You have one Hall and Oates song on there? No, I honestly I don't. But I like seriously. Them. I mean, they're okay. Nope. <laughs> You're a liar then. I'm not. <laughs> How about you, Rod? You got any Hall and Oates on yours? Oh yeah, of course. Everyone's got tons of Hall and Oates on theirs, and you know it. Private right. eyes, to watch they're watching you. Watching you. Every move. <laughs> yeah we're regressing thanks everyone for joining us have a great day everyone we will uh see you uh yeah sports betting florida hard rock digital i don't know how that's gonna work i know we're not a partner of theirs which is upsetting but um i don't know if they're doing online advertising for it or how the registration process is gonna work Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow. And, uh, well, let's make it a winning day.